We have Bill O'Reilly, where we can pick the brain of a giant. And uh, he's on the program now, a day early, because, I don't know, he can't get up early tomorrow, or he wants to sleep in, he's got jammies, and he wants to play with his dog, I'm not sure. But he's made time for all of us now, and here he is, Bill O'Reilly. I'll be in South Carolina, Beck. You're going to be in South Carolina? Uh Uh-huh. So I'm on the road tomorrow, and uh, I I wanted to give you and Stu Mm -hmm. my undivided attention. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. That's amazing. And it's not the most informed analyst in America. It's the most astute. Astute. Most astute. Word 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 for the day. Say it. Word for the day. Word for the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bill, lots going on this week. Where would you like to start? You know, I think the uh, frenzy of the media covering the elections is uh, is worth talking about. Okay. Because, you know, they got a lot invested in this, uh, the national media. And so does um, Hollywood. Hollywood is making a push like I have not seen before. Yeah, they are everywhere. Anything. Those pinheads don't mean anything. You know, it's interesting <laughs> because there isn't one Hollywood star now that mm-hmm. can open a movie. It used to be Clint Eastwood or John Wayne or, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. They could open movies that people would just go to see the film because they were in it. That's gone. There isn't any uh, buddy out there of superstar stature. So thus you're left with Robert De Niro cursing and, uh, you know, guys who haven't showered in five days. And I don't even know who they are. Uh, Oprah Winfrey is in Georgia this weekend. Who? Oprah. Oprah is going to be on the uh, she's, she's, on the tour with uh, Mrs. Obama. The 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 campaign for the governor of uh, Georgia. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. she's uh, campaigning. Right. I think she's going to lose. Uh, I think uh, the um, Republican will win in Georgia. But getting back to your original brilliant question, um, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Right. And I, he must have studied, or you and Stu discussed that for about three hours. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, <laughs> it's the national media has so much on the line here, mm-hmm. because if the Republicans pull it out in the House and they control both uh, houses of Congress and Trump struts around like it's me because I did 87,000 rallies and everybody loves me. Um, where does the media go? I mean, they're just slammed to the ground. I, so, I agree with you on this, but I don't frenzy. think... There's I, a frenzy now. Here, here's what they will do, of course. They will say, you know what? America is even more racist even with than we thought, even with the shooting and the bombing. They, This is who America is, apparently. That's that'll the, bury them even even more. Oh, I know that, but they it's won't see that They'll bury them coming. even more. You know, what, you started to attack the messenger... In the sense that people have to either buy your newspaper or watch you on television, you keep insulting them. Um, you're driving people away, and, and you know it is a tribalism thing now, particularly on television news. Whatever tribe you're in, that's the station you watch. Did you see? Did you guys see the uh, study that came out that 89% of CNN viewers vote Democrat? Wow. Of course. That came out, and 95% of Fox News viewers, 95%. It wasn't like that. Republican. It, it was not like that. When I was there and you were there, no. it was not like that. Nope. And so now it's, you know, my tribe has this channel. And then all the networks had high, very high Democrat voting uh, people. But uh, I see, uh, and, and I don't think anybody else is really following this, 
I I think if Trump is reelected and the and the Republicans um, maintain control, that the national media in this country is going to um, explode, and in a bad way for them, um, because they are as crazed, and that's the word, as I've ever seen in my 45 years in journalism. So we, I've never seen people, they're like foaming at the mouth back. You know, it's, like, uh, uh, it's, it's bizarre. This, this week, Don Lemon said, we have to stop demonizing uh, people and realize that the real terrorists in this country are white males, yeah. mainly on the right. That, that's a quote. In the same you know, what sentence, you, what you or Stu or me said the real threat is our black males on the left. Um, what if we had said that? Oh well, I, uh, yeah, we would be oh done. We would be. Yeah, we would okay, be done. So but, then, but wait, 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 wait. So we would have been fired right. and, and hung and, and whipped and, and every and then tied to a stake with twigs and burned. <laughs> OK, so now let's let's go back. Why can Don Lemon say that about a because um, portion be, of the american population because they know don and they know he's not a racist and you know we also know what's going on in the country and we know donald trump is a racist so no, but, that's but, but, i mean but here's the deal if the press were fair and looking for the truth they would cover don lemon like they covered megan kelly Yes. In the blackface. Yes. Yes, they would. Yes. Right. But they don't. So therefore, people who aren't engaged, and that's most people in the media, they don't know Don. Who knows Don Lemon? Go out today in Dallas and ask, hey, what do you think of Don Lemon? They go, is that lemonade? What? What? What?" They don't know him. Nobody knows him. But the media could have destroyed him, could have said that's a racist statement. I don't believe that Don Lemon's a racist because I never call people racist unless they're members of the Klan or the Nazi Party. Then I can say with a surety that they are. But, you know, you're, you're, you're in a, a country now, we're in a country now, where the truth doesn't matter anymore, and that's so frightening to me. So, Bill, I know I'm asking you to speculate, which you never do, but you're looking at the polls, you're following this. Yeah, I am. And you're, you're, you're feeling the mood of the country. What do you think is coming for election night? Very tight, all over the place. Very, very tight. Up late, uh, you know, it, it's in places like Montana, in Arizona, Nevada, Missouri, in the Senate races, this is just airtight. And um, I think that's how it's going to play out. So I believe that the Senate will maintain its Republican status, and maybe the GOP will pick up two seats. And the House is impossible to say because you don't know the candidates and you don't know how much money is pouring into these small districts. But the the Republicans have to defend so many more seats than the Democrats Mm -hmm. just by – the odds just by that you would say the democrats should be very close to a majority in the house but if it's only a three or four seat majority it doesn't really matter because trump's going to be able to peel away a few votes uh from moderate democrats for what he wants to do if it's 20 25 seats on the democratic party then you're going to have gridlock for two years and you even if it's four, you're going to have hearings and investigations and nonstop, don't you think? Yeah, I, I doubt it, because from my read of the Mueller investigation, that thing's that's, over. 
Yeah, and, and he's not going to even issue a report. Mueller's not even going to tell no, no, the no, American no. public what he found or didn't find. No, it he's was a, say, no uh, way. It was supposed to be issued right after the election. That's what I've not. read. He's, he, from according to my sources, which are impeccable, <laughs> um, <laughs> he's going to fall back on this was a criminal investigation. We're not bringing charges against anybody in the Trump administration. Um, and that's it. Goodbye. See you later. I'm around if you need me for anything else. Because if you are an investigative agency and you find nothing against Stu, all right, you don't put out a report Correct. that exonerates Stu. You just say, we didn't find anything. We're not going to prosecute. That's what he's going to do. So for $17 million, that's what we're going to get. However, the uh, inspector general in the Justice Department has to issue his report of whether the FBI intentionally booted the Russian collusion investigation that ties right into Mueller. Now, he has to get specific, but he'll do what he did the last time. He'll go, you know, it doesn't look real good, but yeah, we can't really prove it. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's the way our bureaucracy works. You very rarely get anybody who, who, who utters a declarative sentence and points a finger. They don't do this. These guys are CYA experts. So what does this mean, then, if the Democrats control? You don't believe that they have a chance of taking the Senate, do you? No. I, okay. I mean, if that happens, that's Armageddon for Trump. Yes. Um, okay. If they take the House, and it's, do you think it's more likely that it's 25 or 3? I would say it's close. It's going to be under 10. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to be wrong. What does, the, um, what does the country look like a year from now with, you know, a—, a a house that is controlled by the Democrats. I just don't think it's going to be that big a deal. I don't think that the Democratic Party is going to launch articles of impeachment because they'll lose the presidential race uh, in 2020. I mean, time goes fast. And I just don't see the leadership, such as it is, of the Democratic Party wanting Donald Trump reelected president. And if you're going to, you know, put up a Kavanaugh situation against Trump, he, you're assuring his reelection because he's got 45 percent of the electorate now. Trump's got 45 percent of the vote now. You do anything crazy, you push him easily into 55. Mm -hmm. um, you know, look, people think that there are all these secular progressive, all these progressives running around. They're very, very few in number, but their voices are heard because the media acts in concert with them. Mm -hmm. All right. There aren't that many of them. Most Americans are in the middle. You know, they just want to have a government that functions well so they have opportunity and raise their kids and work hard. That's what they do. But they don't like persecutions. They don't like dishonesty. And, you know, I mean, in New Jersey, that's a race I'm watching. In okay, so, so, so hang on just a second. I want to go to I want to go to the New Jersey and then I want to go to the governor's race in in Florida, because what you just said kind of doesn't work in Florida. Uh, and we'll talk to Bill O'Reilly about that when we come back from BillOReilly.com. And don't forget his new book, Killing the SS. Fantastic book available at bookstores everywhere. Back with Mr. Bill O'Reilly, and uh, we're talking about the elections next week and Menendez, who is running in New Jersey. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about that, Bill. Yeah, he's uh, losing support fast, and if the Democrats lose New Jersey, uh, that will be stunning 
And I just don't know. I used to live in New Jersey how anybody could vote for Robert Menendez. I, I, I just can't imagine it. And that disturbs me. You know, I mean, this guy, he just, and it was a hung jury, just, just got And then the Senate Ethics Committee hammered him. And then you're going to cast your ballot for this man? I, I mean, oh, my God. Um, and this is corruption, uh, you know, this beyond any reasonable doubt. Well, see, and, and that is the thing when you said, you know, people don't like corruption. They don't, but they I know. But they, what is they seem to excuse it a lot. Five point lead over the Republican uh, right. challenger in New right. Jersey. Now, that lead is, is shrinking and the commercials are devastating here um, against Menendez. So I think that might go um, to the Republican column. Stu, do you um, think? Stu's, Sue is just really good at stats. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, we've been tempted so many times to believe that New Jersey is going to, you know, it's going to happen, and it's really the only example of where it really has was the Christie uh, election when yeah. he beat Corzine, but that was the same type of situation. I mean, I, Menendez should be go down for this. I don't know if he will, but I'm, you know, hopeful. Let me, let me, yeah. go ahead. Um, and in the other states that it's really tough is Arizona and Nevada. Now, I said yesterday on the No Spin News, which, of course, is the uh, newscast of record now in America, uh, (laughs) next to the blaze. I mean, it's kind of split. Mm -hmm. I said yesterday that I don't believe there's going to be a big African-American turnout for the midterms, you know, larger than usual, or Hispanic-American. I could be wrong on a Hispanic-American thing because the caravan uh, got their attention. But the Kavanaugh thing, you know, that doesn't engage, generally speaking, um, people who are really trying to make ends meet and they're not watching cable and are not reading the newspapers and not locked in. Um, they have to do so much just to survive. Um, so what is the thing? I mean, I know what's driving the ends, um, you know, the, the, you know, democratic socialism, stop Trump driving that, uh, probably the caravan and uh, and Kavanaugh drumming, uh, driving that. What's driving the average person to go out and vote, Bill, do you think? Well, the actual, uh, I was debating a Democratic pollster, and he actually agreed with me that, that minorities probably won't come out in great numbers. But then he said, you know, these liberal white women in the suburbs are going to put the Dems over the top. It is tribal. There's no doubt about it. And, and what's driving people, the overwhelming issue in this country now is Donald Trump. So that's the overwhelming issue. Um, his his supporters love him. They're engaged. They're energized. And they're going to go and vote straight Republican ticket. And the people who don't like him are going to do the exact opposite. So you can talk health care. You can talk the economy. You can talk the issues. It's about Donald Trump. He knows it, all right? That's why he's running around everywhere to try to, you know, get his supporters to overwhelm his detractors. Let's let's go to Florida. Gillum is a an avowed socialist. Uh, Florida is not Manhattan, but he is now ahead by five points. What's happening there? I think DeSantis is a bad candidate. On the Republican side, he's got no charisma. Um, people don't know who he is. Gillum has got uh, the Democratic establishment, lots of out-of-state money coming in, big, big money, so he can buy commercials in the populated zones. Um, 
the machine, the Democratic machine in Florida is very well organized Mm -hmm. in Orlando, Dade County, Mm -hmm. Broward County, Palm Beach County and the Tampa area. It doesn't seem like the Republicans are as organized. Now, on the Senate race, I think the governor, Scott, there, who's popular, has has a shot if the people in the panhandle devastated by the hurricane can get it together and vote because that's Republican territory. But I know Florida well. I taught high school there, and and it's not the way it was when I was there. It's now a state that is very, very ideological. Well, when you, you were know, when you, when you were there, though, uh, yes. I, I believe Cornelius Vanderbilt had just built the first railroad. Uh, no, Ponce de Leon and I. Oh, okay, were very, all right, very okay. good friends. All right, didn't know they had high school back then, but anyway, Search, searching so. for the fountain of youth. <laughs> Apparently never found it, Bill. Apparently never found it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Beck, you can you can mock me if you want. But your audience, they have eyes. They yeah. can see you. Yeah, they can see you. And they can see me. Yeah. I, it's scary, isn't it? I mean, I am looking more and more like Colonel Sanders every day. It's I mean, and just... now you got chickens following you around. Oh, my gosh. Well, the suicidal ones. The chickens are like, please, make this end. I can't watch CNN another minute, please. Did you have a nice Halloween, Beck? I wanted to ask you that. Did you? Were you uh, happy with the way the day went yesterday? Uh, yes, it seems like an odd question, but yes, I was. I was out with my. Did anybody? Did anybody shaving cream your house or anything? Did you get any of that? No, I have. I have. A, I live in a compound. There's. No. I mean, I have SWAT teams. I paid urchins to do it, so now I'm going to have to get my yeah, money. Yeah, you're going to have to get your money back. Yeah, you're going right. to have to get it because that, uh, that didn't happen. All right. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick break and then uh, come back in a second. Are you on a book tour this, this weekend? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just doing uh, some history stuff in Charleston. and uh, Some history stuff. What does that? Uh... Research, research, research. Yeah, on what? Um, you you know, we we go to where... Uh, the story is always. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to thank you, by the way, Killing ESS again, the New York Times number one bestseller. And, you know, you really had a lot to do with that by telling people it was a good book. Well, I know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not, no, I mean, I throw a bone, you know, your way once in a no, while. But I mean, I, you're an honest man, <laughs> I, I believe. And if you say it's good, your audience believes. No, it is. It is good. Uh, Bill, thank you very much. Uh, hang on just a second. Back with more of Bill O'Reilly and what is coming next week. And a look back a little bit on what has happened. We talk about Pittsburgh and the pipe bomber when we come back. With Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com a day early uh, as we head to Richmond, Virginia tonight. Uh, we're on stage in Richmond and then uh, tomorrow in Hershey, Pennsylvania, just for the chocolate and the people. Uh, then in Pittsburgh, and on Sunday, we are going to be in Cleveland, Ohio. We invite you to join us. Tickets available at glenbeck.com slash tour. Bill, let's talk about Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh shooting. Sure. Uh, you know what? Let me start. Let me instead start with a pipe bomb, because that happened the day before. The pipe okay. bomb guy. Tell me about it. All right. It. So, you know, if again, um, one of the reasons that you and I have a good rapport, and then you know we've been doing this now for uh, almost a year and a half, um, is that we're both interested, I believe, in what the truth is mm-hmm. about each story that we cover. Correct. Okay. So the truth is that individual loons, people who have neurosis or psychosis, all right, can never ever be neutralized 
from the dawn of mankind, if you read the Bible, Cain and Abel. That's how far I'm going back, Beck. Wow. All right? You cannot, as a society or a government mm-hmm. or anything, yes. eliminate this kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. You can't. Now, that's where you start on the pipe bomb thing, on the Pittsburgh synagogue massacre. Now, can fuses be lit? Absolutely. Yes. Can people be provoked? Yes. Unstable people? Sure they can. If I may say, especially if you are only hanging out on your tribal site. If you are only being fed... In yes. a free society, you are allowed to hang yes. wherever you want to hang. Correct. So, again, you come back to the fact, can society or a government prevent any of this? No. And the answer is no. So that all of these liars and charlatans that you see on television and writing on uh, the op-ed pages of the newspapers, they are basically, and they know this, because any clear-thinking person can't argue with what you and I just put forth. You can't. They know that. So they say, I don't really care what the truth is. I'm going to inject gun control into this, or I'm going to inject white nationalism into it, or Donald Trump did it. That's what I'm going to do. Even though I know that's a lie, and and I can't back it up if I go up against O'Reilly or Beck, they'll destroy me in a debate, I'm going to do it anyway. That's what we have in this country. So anti-Semitism. Does it exist? Yes. Of course it exists. Killing the SS is all about it. Right. And is it growing? Yes, it is growing. It's growing all over the world. It may be growing in certain areas, but I'm more hopeful on that front than you are. Well, no, I see see anti-Semitism always as the canary in the coal mine when a world starts to go to collectivism and Marxism. It's, it's always scapegoats. Yeah, it always starts always there. Always does, yeah. and, and yes. But and it's been building for a decade or more. Remember, we're living in a politically correct society yeah. now, mm-hmm. okay? A society that demands that public school teachers don't even mention the Holocaust. You can't even mention it in your classroom or risk getting, you know, scolded or some parent complaining, mm-hmm. whatever. That is horrible, but it actually helps in the sense that kids, right, they're not anti-Semitic. I mean, unless their parents are insane inside the house, you don't see that. You don't see white kids throwing rocks at black kids or vice versa. You don't see uh, kids going, uh, pointing at Jewish people and, and mocking them. That doesn't happen because it's not acceptable in our society And that is a good thing. Mm -hmm. However, the big issue in America is what kind of a country do you, the voter, come out uh, on Tuesday, want? Do you want a country run by liars? Do you want a country run by a party that accuses a president of stimulating the massacre in Pittsburgh? Do you want a country where a party told you you can't have due process in the Kavanaugh hearings? Is that what you want? And, and I mean, that's, I'm not a party apparatchnik. You know that. I mean, I'm not. 
I never endorse candidates. I don't push parties. But I'm sitting there going, who am I going to vote for? I want due process. Mm -hmm. I don't want the president of the United States accused of being a collaborator in the Pittsburgh synagogue massacre. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. If you have, yeah, yeah, if 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 you had evidence that he was doing that and this guy was influenced, this guy hates Donald Trump. So how is he possibly involved in this at all? It is it's I mean, you could say and I think it's fair to say uh with the with the pipe bomber that guy is responsible and alone in the responsibility of those pipe bombs that were sent the guy is a loner the guy is sick and he alone is responsible for it just like the guy who went to the baseball field who was a bernie sanders worker not just supporter a bernie sanders worker that guy was the and nobody on the right and and i that i I know of yes right said, oh, the Democratic Party, I mean, there were maybe a few far-right loons did it, but I didn't see any mainstream coverage of that, all right? Oh, the Democratic Party, they made this guy uh, go to shoot Scalise and, and the other Republicans on the ball field. So what's the difference then? Why are we getting the left lying and, and, and putting out absurd statements that are taken seriously by CNN and the New York Times, where the other side doesn't do it. Okay, so here's here's the the reason, uh, and I think this is why it just keeps ratcheting up higher and higher and higher. The press is unwilling to see th- what they are contributing, and quite honestly. So is Donald Trump. I mean, we all know Donald Trump. Please stop tweeting from time to time. Just stop tweeting, please. Well, he stopped back in the last week. Have you noticed? Stop saying things like, you know, the press is the enemy. Let's find a new way to say what they're doing. But that is, that's just inflammatory language. It's not going to make people kill people or anything else. But it's just not helpful. The same thing with the press. They just... Are they are on full blast? They can't hear anything but their own voice and their own little bubble, and so it just keeps going. Yeah, that's what John Stewart, my pal, said uh, to uh, Christiane Amanpour. Yeah. Everyone, let's say a big hand for her. Yeah, uh, that's what he said. Said the press is so narcissistic, um, and by narcissistic that means you can never admit you're wrong. So if and your and I think never admits they're wrong. You're narcissistic. And I think it's also well. How dare he say that? We are the press, and well, we are sure. doing an important job, and we are buttoned down, and we would never do that. Oh, yeah, Stewart, a big liberal, huge yeah. liberal, but an honest man, which is why yeah. I associated with him. Okay, he nailed it. He said, "Look, you know, the press is making a mockery." Out of what they're supposed to be doing, which is trying to find the truth. That's the furthest thing from what the press wants to do now. They want to destroy Donald Trump, destroy him, as they did Brett Kavanaugh. So what you have now with the election is a fascinating thing. So Americans go to the polls and they have a decision to make. Who do you want to entrust power? Okay, with whom do you want to entrust power? Do you want to give it to the left, which doesn't want due process, which will lie all day long about what's going on, and which isn't interested in the truth but wants to destroy a president with whom they disagree, or do you want to give it to the right, who 
maybe at times goes overboard in whatever they're pursuing, <laughs> but they're not they're not trying to undermine the country as it stands now. And it, yeah, they're not trying to hear. It really is. Here's the thing. I think Democrats and Republicans, they both suck and they're both engaging in much of the same stuff. There is a difference here. Um, the the so-called alt-right is not from the right. They're socialists. They're collectivists. That's not a right philosophy. It is in Europe. It's not here. So it's not actually part of the right. On the left, you have the radicals on the left, the democratic socialists, that say they want to bring to an end to capitalism. Those guys on the alt-right and the left, uh, they just uh, – that's – that that that's not american that is literally undermining the capitalist system and america as we know it now if you want to do that that's fine but that is undermining but i don't think that there i think there's 70 percent of this country the democrats and the republicans that just don't want anything to do with either one of those just leave me i don't know any alt-right people i mean i really don't i i don't i don't think i do either do we know anybody who we would consider alt-right i mean there's no friends yeah but we know names of people in the movement yeah but we don't know anybody we've not met them yeah yeah i mean i i don't know them and and uh you know the white nationalists i where where are they i know the chicago white socks but i don't know where the white where are they where do they live do they have a club can i do they go on vacation somewhere right that i can actually talk to them yeah but i know a lot of left-wing loons beck i do too yeah and they are out saying it an end to the constitution it is outdated and an end to capitalism and they are saying right on man let's share the land yeah uh this land is your land this land is my land i don't know if you know that Bill O'Reilly, uh, <laughs> author of uh, Killing the SS, and uh, you can find him every day at BillOReilly.com. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, back. Talk All right. soon. Bye. Yep. Yeah.